section ten masterpieces of negro eloquence edited by alice dunbar nelson this librivox recording is in the public domain an address delivered at the centennial anniversary of the pennsylvania society for promoting the abolition of slavery by john mercer langston ladies and gentlemen the history of this association owing to its objects and achievements sweep in an interest that is not confined to any class an interest that is not confined to any people and whose scope and consequences cannot be foretold by human inspiration it affects the emancipation of a whole race and in that it touches the progress and character of all who are brought in contact with that race the forms of government over the world and the world's progress in all departments there was a recent time in american history when no man in all its length and breadth could read the declaration of independence and say that he possessed all of his civil and political liberties garrison could not speak in new orleans nor could the silver-tongued phillips address an audience south of mason and dixon's line nor was it expedient for john c calhoun to address his arguments in independence hall or for davis and ulee and mason to propound theirs in Fanuya hall speech was itself in thrall and bound to the section in which it found voice when garrison and phillips had been invited to speak in cincinnati they were counselled by their friends not to do so there was danger that the mobs of covington and cincinnati would assassinate them publicly and it is notorious that the opposing arguments that reached washington from the north and from the south advanced no further in either direction this impugned and belied the very freedom declared in the declaration and constitution and made both the mockery of europe the contradiction is reconciled the taunt is silenced speech is legally free and protected over all the union and the pennsylvania abolition society has done more than any other agency more than all other agencies combined to vitalize the constitution and give being to the declaration this society fought for the glowing assertion of all the centuries that men are born free and equal and are endowed with inalienable right to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness it kept the contrast between the declaration and its practice in a clear light it repeated the assertion and reasserted it it argued the justice with the very facts and reasons that had been presented to the congress by whom the declaration was framed undisturbed by ridicule unchecked by hostility undaunted by persecution it has kept the law in the van of the fight sustained it by reserves of humane reason by appeals to national strength and welfare and growth and influence and wealth it disseminated the truth in churches at the poles in lyceums by the press it was unanswerable because its claim was founded in equity 
and recognized in religion and had ineradicable place in the great monument of national being it appealed to the individual conscience as well as to pride patriotism piety and interest and it won and now celebrates a victory immeasurably greater than that of yorktown or waterloo or marathon those were the victories of nation over nation were at the utmost of a principle of limited application we celebrate the successful battle of the grandest principle in human organization that is confined to no race limited to no country cramped by no restriction but is as broad as the world as applicable as humanity itself and as enduring as time the sentiment which elected abraham lincoln was contained in an address delivered before the pennsylvania abolition society by benjamin rush one of its earliest and most honored members it was freedom and slavery cannot long exist together ladies and gentlemen of the abolition society those who see the american citizens of african descent one hundred years hence will be proud of them and convinced that the great century struggle that won their enfranchisement was worth infinitely more than it cost we are now leaving politics we have gained through them the rights and opportunities they conferred that could be secured in no other way we are devoting ourselves to learning and industry the attainment of wealth and manufacture of character we shall never leave our home there are but two facts to be recognized we are here the white race is here both share the same rights make and obey the same laws struggle for progress under the same conditions the logical conclusion of our birthright and of our proclaimed and perfected equality before the law is that we shall remain and remaining strive with equal advantages with our white fellow-citizens for our own good and the nation's welfare End of section 10